Welcome to the D27 Discuss With Us podcast. My name is Berthina Allgood, and I'm your host for today's episode. We have an exciting show for you today. We'll be discussing advantages of diversity in the workplace, and we have a dynamic guest who will give her perspective on workplace diversity. Before we get into our topic, allow me to introduce our guest. She is the Area 61 Director for District 27 and VP of Education for her corporate club. Since joining the Dynamic Speakers Toastmaster Club in January 2019, she acknowledges that Toastmasters has opened doors to growth opportunities in public speaking in a fun setting, and she's been hooked ever since. In March 2020, she courageously decided to step out of her comfort zone to compete in several speaking contests. As a result, she won the International Speech Contest at area and division level in District 27. But she didn't stop there. She went on to win first in area contest and second in division contest. She describes herself as a work in progress. Her purpose is to motivate members to set up smart objectives to achieve their de development goals. Her belief is that Toastmasters can help its members hone their skills in humor, dynamic leadership, motivational strategy, and team collaboration. She is a devoted wife and mother of two kids. In her spare time, when she's not giving a speech, she enjoys dancing and hiking. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our guest, Linda Zoe. Hi, Linda. Hi, Berthina. How are you? I'm doing well. Linda, this is a great topic because we work and live in a diverse world and diversity brings in new ideas and experiences and people can learn from each other. I'm excited to hear your perspective on cultural diversity. And I think our listeners are too. So let's get started with a few questions. Based on sure. your experience with working in a diverse environment, what value does diversity of all types bring to organizations. Thank you for inviting me to talk about this very important topic. Before answering that question, I really want to start by citing Dr. Maya Angelou's quote on diversity. She said, we all should know that diversity makes for a rich tapestry. And we must understand that all the threads of the tapestry are equal in value, no matter what their color. To me, diversity is an acronym as well, where D stands for different, I stands for individuals, B stands for valuing, E for each other, R for regardless of, S for skin, I for intellect, T for talents, and the last letter Y for ears. If we put them together, it reads like this. Diversity is different individuals valuing each other regardless of skin, intellect, talents, or ears. So now let's find out about what diversity means in the workplace. Diversity in the workplace means a company's workforce includes people of varying gender, age, religion, race, ethnicity, 
cultural backgrounds, sexual orientation, religion, languages, education, or experiences. We are all different. These differences bring about different viewpoints, perspectives, and it can generate creativity. For example, the first value I see in diversity is the variety of different perspectives. For example, I am a contracts advisor at an IT company. When it comes to bidding for a federal contract, we have a, such a diverse team with diverse backgrounds, with a single goal to solve customers' complex IT problems by submitting a compelling, compliant, and best value proposal. So it's a diverse team that contributes to winning the proposal. I'm just part of this valuable and diverse team. We have contracts, we have finance, we have solution architect, we have a program management, and we have a pricing department. Everybody worked towards this goal to help customers solve their complex business problems. So that's one value I can see that the diversity brings. Another value I can see is increased creativity. Diversity in workplace can really lead to increased creativity because the people see the same things in different ways. And another benefit I can see with the diversity is that diversity in the workplace leads to higher innovation rate. Think about the automobile industry. The newer cars are so smart, right? And we even have self-driving cars. A lot of new type of cars can par do parallel parking. It can warm up your seat. Mm -hmm. It has to do ACs, all these wonderful features. It takes a diverse team to really come together to solve these problems and bring the best experience for customers. Linda, that was an amazing answer. I mean, I truly appreciate your answer. And I love the acronym that you gave for diversity. You know, different individuals value each other regardless of skin, intellect, talent, and years. I love that. I actually wrote that down. I'm going to use that myself. And I totally agree that diverse workplace, a diverse workplace employs people of different genders, races, and cultural backgrounds. And I personally appreciate working with people of different backgrounds because it brings new ideas and experiences. So exactly. That was a great, yeah. I mean, that was a great answer. Absolutely amazing. Now, Linda, in today's highly diverse organizations, the ability to work with people having diverse values and cultures is extremely important. And employees or members of the organization, they need to feel included. They want to be recognized, understood, and respected. They want to feel their ideas and concerns are being heard. So when it comes to inclusion, what are the advantages of fostering an environment where people who come from different backgrounds and generations know that you value their ideas? Employees feel empowered when mm -hmm. company fosters this kind of uh, inclusive environment. Yes. For example, at a recent employee resource group meeting called the ERG meeting, this population is Ola ERG group. Okay. They are all Hispanic employees. And one employee mentioned that over 10 years ago, there wasn't much representation of Hispanic employees on the leadership team. But now they see a few and it's very encouraging to them 
and future generation. Because ten years ago, it was impossible to see those representation, but now you see a few. But that really encourages the current employees and the future generation that one day. You will have more representations on the leadership team. On another point, I want to mention,、mm-hmm. employees feel valued when company promotes those who have contributed, but、yeah. may have been neglected. I know people have different personalities. Some may be a little bit high profile. Yes. <laughs> And for me, as an Asian American, I'm very low key.、Mm-hmm. My deep rooted culture really teaches me. That actions speak louder, but sometimes you have to toot your horn as well. <laughs> That's true. You always want people to see what you have done,、mm-hmm. but if you don't tell them what you you have done, you might be neglected. So I think management team or leadership team, they really have to canvas carefully who、mm-hmm. they have neglected to promote. I think by management. Doing that, people feel oh, the management team cares,、mm-hmm. and that's a big motivation, and that's the inclusion in action. Absolutely, I agree. In fact, I really what you said、um, in regards to、um, you being Asian American and being very low key that really resonates with me because as an African American. We tend to be a little bit more outgoing, a little bit more aggressive. But I do understand that some cultures are deeply guarded about private matters. Some value patience and community and getting along with others. And other cultures might value direct authority. But one thing I can say about inclusion is it is a powerful experience in which you can learn so much about people, organizations, and even yourself. Exactly. So Linda, I'm reminded of a time when an employee submitted a letter of resignation, and it was unexpected. The departing employee had just started six months earlier and had recently received a salary increase for high performance. When asked the reason for leaving during the exit interview, the employee said, "I don't feel like I belong here, and I don't think anyone really understands." Who I am. So this is kind of like a two-part question. After hearing the scenario, do you think organizations with inclusive cultures are more likely to be high-performing? And what could the organization have done better to retain the employee? What's your thoughts on that, Linda? Yes, to me, diversity and inclusion—it's not lip service. You have to really implement that in the company and foster a culture of diversity and inclusion.、Uh, based on your scenario, I just heard during the exit strategy, even though the employee was just given a higher salary, but the employee decided to leave the company. I believe one of the reasons the employee doesn't feel A sense of belonging is maybe he felt nobody cared.、Mm-hmm. That's why nowadays a lot of、uh, companies have ERG group, employee resource group. About two years ago, my company went through a merger and acquisition. There was a lot of、uh, employee turnover. 
mm. two years ago. Okay. And everybody was wondering what was going to happen. And then this special organization came to my radar. Mm-hmm. I saw we have a special department established. It's called culture and engagement. Oh. And it has many employees in that group. So their sole purpose is to really foster a inclusive culture. And since two years ago, the company has launched eight employee resource groups. And I belong to multiple groups, to be honest. My employee resource groups are OLA and Asians in Motion called AIM. And I belong to other resource groups as well, like a women's group, and it's called a forward. The reason why I joined multiple ERGs are I learned so much from different perspectives. I don't think just because I'm Asian American, Mm -hmm. I should just stick to my group. I love the OLA group too, because Mm -hmm. They offer very interesting activities such as Zumba (laughs) or other activities. And I love the personality of my Hispanic colleagues. They are just radiant and about a lot of things. And I really enjoyed all the diversity and all the values they bring in making myself a more well-rounded person. Absolutely. Wow. What a wonderful perspective. Like when I hear that you are a part of all these different groups, first of all, I don't know how you have time for all that, but I can see the value in that because I work for Office of Comptroller and Currency, and we have several of these ENG groups that you refer to, and I'm a member of TWIN, and I I absolutely love this group. It's a group of men and women who come together from various backgrounds, and the experiences they bring are just absolutely amazing. When you can get around a round table and kind of brainstorm ideas, the creativity that comes out of that is amazing. And it helps you to really create that that mission and be successful in that project. So I really do appreciate your perspective on this whole diversity concept and the fact that your organization actually formed a program to help with that. That's awesome. Absolutely amazing. By having this kind of employee resource groups, you feel a sense of belonging. Sometimes you feel like finding your tribe. Yes, I agree with that. And you get connected to a bigger network of colleagues. Yes. What? Okay. That's, that's just awesome. I I love that. It is a bigger connection. It's networking, Mm -hmm. man. This diversity thing is definitely something that many of the organizations have kind of taken on and run with it because it's just that important for organizational high performing success within the organization. Those are some really great points, Linda. Thank you. Uh, Linda, I don't know about you, but I grew up in a predominantly African-American community. And it wasn't until I joined the military in 1988 that I began to work directly with people from different cultures. And what I learned is that working with men and women from other cultures with various skills and abilities made our Navy team stronger and highly effective in achieving its mission. And I think you alluded to that in um, your previous answer. But would you please share with our listeners how inclusive cultures lead to more high-performing organizations? 
how inclusive cultures lead to more high-performing organizations. According to research, diverse companies are 70% more likely to capture new markets. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe diverse teams lead to high-performing organizations. Think about it. If you draw from a diverse talent pool, Mm -hmm. companies can really benefit from professionals with a broad range of skills they bring to the table. And for a lot of international companies, they can use employees with a language ability. I don't know about you, but I can speak three languages. Oh, wow. So when I travel around, for example, in Asian countries, I can communicate with them, use their language, and I feel so empowered Mm -hmm. to do that. And I can contribute to my workplace. If there are some delegations coming, I can be their interpreter. As a matter of fact, when I was at a graduate school, MBA program, we have delegations from different countries. And I was their lead interpreter Mm -hmm. for school. They didn't have to hire another (laughs) interpreter. I can interpret for the school. That's amazing. And on top of that, you know, Target, the store we normally go to a lot for anything from grocery to clothing, furniture, everything. And I learned Target has chief diversity officer. So their role is to promote a diverse workplace because according to their chief diversity officer, if your workforce is not as diverse as your Mm -hmm. consumer base, Mm-hmm. You are setting yourself up for failure. Yes. For example, in supply chain, if you have all the guys, you only have maybe 10% of women mm-hmm. in the workforce as a supply chain, how can you understand the women consumers? So you need to have a diverse representation of workforce so that you can cater to your customer base. That right there is worth its weight in gold. What you just said. Because I know in the workplace, there seems to be a disparity across the playing field in terms of of men versus women. And I totally agree that in order for your organization to be successful, it's crucial to have diversity in the workplace. You can't get around that. It's very important. And like you said, if you don't have that, you're setting yourself up for failure. What a great answer, Linda. Thank you so much. Now, here's something else that I want to ask you, Linda. You know, promoting cultural diversity can be challenging because we have to work with people in cultures who have values, beliefs, and certain conventions that are distinctly different from ours. So, Linda, what has been the greatest challenge you faced in promoting cultural diversity? I believe the biggest challenge is whether there is a safe environment to speak up. I think in today's society, somewhat you need to foster this type of environment so people dare to speak up. Personally, even for this election, Mm -hmm. I I don't know how they got my voting history. (laughs) And I just get harassed by this uh, emails or text message all the time. Oh, my. (laughs) So one year you vote for this party, it doesn't mean the next year you are going to stick to that party, right? Exactly. And 
I just feel like sometimes it's intimidating if I vote for another party. Then they found out my voting records, and something bad is going to happen to me. <laughs> to be honest, I'm just giving an example.、Yeah. I think in our society, we need to really have this safe environment where people dare to speak up、yes. or take actions. Just like our Toastmasters Club, before we joined, we had this fear, we had this anxiety.、Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so scary to speak in front of、uh, other people. But、uh, after we join, because of this supportive environment, people、mm-hmm. don't judge you, even though you may have very different viewpoint. You feel safe. Yes, I feel comfortable even sharing. My wounds, scars in life, everything—the vulnerable side of you—that's the biggest challenge to promoting diversity in workplace too. Where there need to be a supportive environment, people dare to speak up. Otherwise, I'd better keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the biggest、uh, challenge to promoting that. And another challenge I see. Mm-hmm. Is you need to have a listening ear. Yes, because now the society is evolving so fast. It's so fast paced. People just get more and more impatient. They just want to get their viewpoints out, and they don't try to listen. You really have to develop that curiosity to find about what the other party's intent is. In Toastmasters. We actually have a special project called active listening, because this skill is not something you are born with. It's a skill you can learn and hone. Especially in the workplace, this active listening is even more important.、Yeah. It's not like your manager tell you something、mm-hmm. and you just follow that.、Exactly. It has to be two way street. Managers. Need to listen their employees as well. By active listening, you can promote understanding, prevent mistakes, and facilitate a healthy workplace culture. That's why I think another challenge is active listening. It's so interesting that you brought up the active listening because I had a conversation with a very good friend of mine who does not do that very well. And so she's learning from me how to be an active listener, and to just be quiet and to process what I'm saying and understand what I'm saying. So she's working on that. And I also like what you said about Toastmasters being a place where you can give a speech, and they are very supportive. Like they create a very supportive environment, and you become very comfortable, and you can be transparent without judgment. Those are very great. Points and I really do appreciate that. And I'm seriously going to share this information with many of my friends who can benefit from this information. So, Linda, we are down to our one final question. This has been an exciting, exciting afternoon. My question for you, as the Area 61 Director for District 27 and VP of Education for your corporate club, how does your club promote diversity within its members? To be honest. We don't have to promote diversity with this particular effort, because my club itself is very dynamic and vibrant. We really pride ourselves in the diversity we have. 
we have folks from different departments, different backgrounds, different races, different ages, from Generation Z to baby boomers. And <laughs> <laughs> we all share a common goal to improve our communications and leadership skills. I learn a lot from the younger generation. I myself is a Generation X, but I learned so much from millennials and Generation Z. I learned about this workplace generations because I didn't know all this, uh, what is the Generation X, what's the latest Generation Z, what age group fall in that. Actually, it was the younger Toastmaster at my club. They taught me all this. And a pop quiz for you, Bertina. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is the newest the generation called? For anyone born after 2012, there's a name for that generation. You know, I feel like I am going to fail the <laughs> pop quiz. Linda, you got to tell me because I have no idea. I have no idea what that is. I'm thinking and I don't know. I was going to say maybe Generation Y, but I don't think that's accurate. So you're going to have to help me out on that one. (laughs) So the newest generation is called Generation Alpha. They are anyone born after 2012. I learned this from the younger Toastmasters at my club. So you can see this diversity is really important because we learn from each other. Even they are younger than us, they might be more technology uh, savvy and they know a little bit more about all this uh, social media we can learn from. I totally agree with that 100%. I have a son who teaches me technology and I appreciate it because sometimes it can be so confusing. So I do appreciate him. But yes, I do appreciate all the generations that are out there that we can learn from. This has been a great conversation, Linda. Thank you for sharing your viewpoint on the advantages of promoting diversity in the workplace. It was enlightening. And we look forward to inviting you back for another episode. Do you have any final words you'd like to share with our listeners? Yes. I just want to share a quote from Richard Branson CEO of a Virgin, he said, create the kind of a workplace and a company culture that will attract great talent. If you hire brilliant people, they will make work feel more like play. Again, diversity and inclusion is not some magics, not lip service. We all have to work toward the true inclusion and diversity in workplace. Thank you. What a great way to end this episode. Thank you for listening to the D27 Discuss With Us podcast with Linda Zoe as our guest. If you have any questions about this episode, please reach out to the D27 Public Relations team. This is your host, Berthina. Until next time, have a great day. Linda, you have a great day as well.